He was vice president for for uh, eight years, and they still got outhouses down in Milford. So now for him to really uh, do something in our community, he can educate like these young people right here and put us in some type of uh, positions in coalitions that we can get to the root of this. Do you know the 300 kids that they sent out of state? Most of them don't want to come back here. That's the type of energy that I came from, and I had a dream about them. Um, that was my grandfather. And I was just letting you guys know about that tonight in this podcast. So if you are interested in the dream that I had with my grandfather, stay tuned. All right, peace and love, family. Peace and love. How y'all feeling tonight? How are y'all feeling tonight? Girl, I know I didn't with the vocals. <laughs> this is future me talking during edit. Um, y'all, I know I keep telling y'all that I'm going to do a podcast on um the episode about miscarriages and all that. But y'all gotta be in a space for that, okay? <laughs> My husband just got back home about two days ago now. And y'all, we still in the honeymoon stage <laughs> of his ass just leaving for three weeks. But it's a real thing, y'all. Let me tell you something. When you loving on your man all the time, and your man loving on you all the time. When they leave, oh my God, it's a lot. So I also want to give a disclaimer. My kids are still very much up. Babe said, go upstairs, go to your podcast, this, this, and that. I don't want to be up late recording like I was on the last several episodes. So I decided to just go ahead on and do it now, get it out the way. So hopefully you guys are not picking up my background. There's like loud music. They're just having fun with their dad. Hopefully they don't realize I'm in this room, which I got a feeling they are, and then try to come, y'all see, and then try to come interrupt. <laughs> so yes, y'all, as I was saying, I had to take a little break, but yeah, it was as I was saying, I just need to be in that good headspace to do that. I know I keep telling y'all that and saying it, but I really do have to be in a space. However, I did decide to come on here and briefly kind of talk about um, a dream that I had last night. I've also mentioned this, I believe, in episode one or two, um, coming back to season three, that I had lost my grandfather in this physical world. And I'm still having a very difficult time just really understanding it and really like making sense of it, although it has been since December of last year. Um, but it still seems like it's super fresh to me. And so he has visited me last, he visited me last night in my dreams. I think he was visiting a few of us because my mom woke up and said he was heavy on, on her mind as well. And I think I seen like two or three of them, my other family members say something about him as well. So I think he made his rounds yesterday and came to us in whatever way he felt fit to come in us. And for me, it was my dreams. I, or my dream, this is the second time that he has come to visit me in my dream. So I just kind of want to talk about that because I don't want to really lose this. I do have an episode, as I mentioned before, that I'm going to kind of dedicate to my grandfather. Um, but I have to get in a more healing space in order to, I believe, let that out and get to that point. So because I know it's going to be long, it's going to be a dedication to him. But I didn't want to I didn't want to forget this dream. So I want to talk about it while it was still fresh on my mind. So, yeah, basically in the dream, he he came, like I mentioned, he came to visit me. I was doing something that was really, really important to me. I want to say that it was either renewing my vows or coming, crossing over in a sorority or something. But I feel like I had to cross over to get to 
my family. So I had to cross over. My husband was at the end of the line or whatever, the end of the aisle or whatever. He was at the end of it waiting for me. So was my father, my kids, and my mother and my sister. So they were all at the end waiting for me. And I had to get over something in order to get to them. And I didn't, I couldn't tell what was really on my right. However, on my left, I could see all of these women in white. I saw my grandfather who was in a kente cloth and his kufi. He was very like Afrocentric, Afrocentric, and he was a Muslim. So he had um, his kente cloth on and it was orange. He was the only one. I remember thinking like, what the hell? Like he's always trying to be the eyeball. I remember thinking that. And there was a spirit behind me. And I didn't know who this spirit was, but I can tell that it was my grandfather. Like I could just really tell. I'm sorry if I'm so loud. Like this is a new mic and it seems like it's picking up extremely loud. So I'm about to cut down my mic a little bit and see if that may help because yeah, it just seems to be a bit loud. I think this mic is a different mic is a little bit more high quality. So anyways, so yeah, he's on the side of me on my left side. There's a spirit on my back and I couldn't see who the spirit was, but I knew I did. I feel like I didn't know who that person was, but I knew it was a grandfather energy. However, I didn't associate it with my grandfather because I'm like, I can, I was gonna see my grandfather right here, looking at me, like waving at me and telling me like he's so proud of me. He was sitting with these other women in white. It was a couple other people in there, but I felt like it was some of my my husband's um, people, and they were all older. Like it was like before I had to cross over, I was on one side with nothing but the elders. So. It was like all these women. It was, and they were all in white. It was my grandfather who was in kente cloth and his kufi. And it was a spirit who had the same exact kente cloth my grandfather had on that felt like grandfather energy. But he just was, I just didn't associate him with being my grandfather. I associated him with being someone else, but had grandfather energy. And so, and so I'm sorry, y'all, my kids are so loud. He was holding my arms, the, 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 grandfather energy that I couldn't see I kept trying to turn around and see who it was I felt safe and because nobody on the right of me was alarmed like nobody on the right side of me was alarmed at all I just assumed that okay it must be safe energy plus I felt very safe I knew it was a grandfather's energy but I didn't associate it with my grandfather I was like maybe it's a grandfather I never met before but I felt like it was somebody I didn't meet before okay y'all this is future me so I'm going back to edit and I kept seeing my right side it was actually my left side I couldn't tell it was on my right side all right <laughs> And, um, but I, again, felt very safe. He gave me the same feeling as my grandfather. So I knew it was a grandfather, but again, I'm looking at my grandfather. Now in my conscious mind, I know that my grandfather has transitioned. My grandfather is no longer here on this earth. And so I knew, and so in my dream, right, I'm sitting here looking at my grandfather and I'm like, I knew this was a bad dream. I knew it. Like I knew that this was not real. I knew that I had just, I had to wake up from a nightmare and so, um, so yeah, I was just like, okay, I knew this was a nightmare. I knew there was no way that you would leave me. Like there was so much we still had to do and you haven't met my other two children yet. Like, yeah, there's so much that we still had to do. And you were just talking to me about coming to Hawaii. So I know for a fact, like I knew I was dreaming bad. Like I knew it was just a bad dream. So we had this moment of like reflection and he was so proud of me and I could see him crying. Like I said, I didn't know exactly what I was crossing over to. I just knew that my other side of my family was immediate and my biological family was on the other side waiting for me. All the rest of the people that are really important to me was out there on the other side waiting for me. So I understood that I needed to do this and I was so proud of this moment. I was so grateful that he was here to share this with me. So I'm getting ready to cross over 
and he's crying, he's doing happy tears, and he's like, we're whispering back to each other, like, I'm so proud of you, you just made me so proud, like, I'm so grateful, like, I'm so proud of my first, bo- my first granddaughter, and bo- my first grandchild, because I'm his first grandchild, <laughs> but, so yeah, he's like, I'm so proud of you, like, this is a now, you knew I wouldn't miss this moment, and so we're, like, saying back this back and forth, now, this man that's still behind me is still holding my shoulders, because, remind you, me having to go over this, at this point, I didn't know it was a literal, like, big ass like um like it was like a big gap like looking down was like if I fell I was gonna die like type thing and so I had to or if not die I was gonna be seriously hurt so I would fall so my grand the elders had to help me over this section this this area and when I got over there I would walk straight to my family and that was my way of crossing over to whatever it was so but again my elders had to help me get through so, um, you know, he's there on the side and I'm at the edge. This other spirit is still holding me. I do know that he doesn't have a head because I kind of peeked back. But again, I didn't feel unsafe. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's just, I don't know, part of my initiation to get over, cross over. So I'm walking to the edge and I literally get to the edge. Now, meanwhile, me and my grandfather, as I'm walking, this has to be maybe like, I would say 10 steps. So as I'm walking to the edge of this with this other man or this other spirit still holding me, holding my shoulders and kind of guiding me it's now my grandfather's turn so I'm looking at him like come on like come on papa like it's time for you to come over to me so we can help me get over this and so I can see my grandfather's face change and in real life when I see him transition um you know he's starting to his eyes are starting to roll he's you know taking his last breaths and this is going on for maybe about I'll say about 10 to 15 minutes we're seeing his vitals you know dropping all of that and um his eyes are no longer pigmented you know they are gray and so I'm at the edge and the spirit's holding me I'm looking over at my grandfather and his face changed and he's looking at me almost as saying like it's almost as if saying like don't look at me like keep going straight don't worry about me don't look at me and so I'm like no 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 no. this is the biggest moment of my life like I'm about to transition over like what are you doing like there's no way you're gonna die me right now like what is going on? Because I knew, I felt like I knew and his eyes started to roll and his tears went from sad and from happy tears, like telling me he's proud of me all through my steps walking and we're joking and we're having fun. And then I look over to him and his eyes are rolling in the back of his head and I'm like, and, it's, and he's starting like to convulse, like he's having convulsions in the seat and he's like moving and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. And I'm really, I relive this, this nightmare, there's no way. This is the biggest moment of my life. And like, almost in a sense, like, how dare you? Like, you're supposed to be here for me. What are you doing? And then I started to see his kente cloth of his clothes. They're really bright orange, like the original kente looking cloth, right? And I'm starting to see that and it's starting to change white. And I'm trying not to look at him. The spirit now still has his grip on me. And the spirit is in a sense, like telling me like, go ahead, I got you. And I'm sitting here and I'm watching him you know, leave me. And, and I woke up. I woke up because I felt like it was a nightmare. And I was like, I cannot relive this again. I cannot watch you leave me like this again. And I think that I'm going through this space in um, healing and um, what's where I can't even think of the word. Um, healing and God, yeah, what is it called when grief shit? I think I'm going through the part of anger in a sense. I think I'm 
going through that space of like, wow, like there was still so much and you were just fine. And it's, it, it literally, the dream literally played out like it did in real life. My papa was just fine. My papa called me, yeah, girl, it's my, I got this dang COVID. You know COVID ain't about to stop your papa from, you know, being great and this, 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 and that. As soon as I get over this, I'm trying to get to Hawaii. I'm trying to this, this, and that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. And he just sounded like he was a little congested, but he sounded fine. And so I was checking on him like a granddaughter should. But at the same time, like, dang, dang, this ain't about to put my papa down. I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> COVID what, you know? And so, and then when I'm like here, my grandfather's in the hospital and it's like, it's turning over the worst. I'm like, what the fuck? Like what? And so it was just so much for us to have to deal with and digest in a week, I felt like. And so it's been hard, you know, it's been very hard. And so I think, you know, once again, the first dream, he let me know he was okay. It was almost the same thing. He was in white. And I think because, you know, hospital sheets were white, everything was white. So the last thing I really seen in him was in white. So he was in white again. He was kind of in the corner. Didn't really say much to me that time, but just kind of gave me a nod that he was fine. Same thing. I was in some sort of event, some sort of big event that I, want, that I wanted him there. He was there and let me know he was fine, but he really wasn't. Same thing. So I'm like, I don't know if something big is getting ready to happen in my life. I don't really know what, what, what it is. And I know I probably would want him to be a part of it. And maybe he's letting me know the spirit is on my back. That was going to help me get through, get, literally get over this cliff or whatever it was, this big gap. He must be letting me know that no matter the obstacle, I'm going to be here, whether I'm physically here or not. And, you know, I believe in that and I know that, but I I know that he knows I'm having a hard time accepting that. He just was such a big personality. And to know that I will not be able to experience that again in this lifetime is just really difficult. Um. I purchased this like oil, which I didn't know it was going to smell like him, but it smelled just like him. And so I'm like, man, you know, there are little reminders of him in this world, but you know, it's not the same when that person can hold you and give you hugs and tell you they love you and you can pick up the phone and you can call them, you know, it's just not the same. So, um, you know, I've always thought that, oh yeah, the way my spirit, spiritual issues set up I'll be fine I gotta understand the process of life life and death things happen but I guess I just wasn't ready for that I wasn't ready to watch somebody who I thought was I thought who I know was one of the strongest men in my entire life and to watch something so in my mind or my opinion so minuscule take down a giant it was it was alarming for me and um I don't know you know it's just it's just one of those things and so I was like okay you know I try to take the symbolism I guess he know me <laughs> he knew I would try to take the symbolism of that dream and try to compartmentalize it and um reflect it into my real life and so, you know, I understood that there was still, I think, some resent that was held there for me feeling like he left me and left his daughters and left his sons and his grandkids and all of us. And, you know, I think that he understood that there's going to be and I'm, there's going to be so many more moments in my life and my children's life that I would have wanted him to be a part of. because He was a part of so many of the big lot, big parts 
of my life. And so, um, you know, he was the one who was supposed to, when we and my husband did renew our vows, which was supposed to be last year on our 10th anniversary, he was the one that's supposed to remarry us. And so, you know, I, you know, he's, you know, you just never know, you know, how long someone is going to be around. You're going to have them. You're going to be in their space. And we just got to make sure we, you know, take that. Um, we got to not take it for granted. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I took it for granted because I never took my grandpa for granted. Um, you know, none of that. But um, I would say that, you know, grief is hard, man. It's, it really is. And I just... Uh, thought that like I said I was ready to watch somebody I cared for and loved so much transition over but literally watch somebody take their last breath and watching the doctor take off that what is it stethoscope stethoscope you know to check his heart and he like nods nice, let me know or let us know that um, that was it of his heartbeat and to know that we were just waiting for the last breath is difficult it's hard and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And um, especially when that is coming from a warrior, from a king, from somebody who created so much life <laughs> on this um, on this here earth. And I just always want him to understand. I think he's going to come to me, come to me every so many months just to let me know that he is proud of me. He know I'm not ready to see him in the spirit world. Like I'm not ready to see him in the physical world right now, but. He, he knows. And so he's doing his thing and visiting me in my dreams and and letting me know, like, it's okay to feel the way you're feeling, but I'm here for you no matter what. I'm still here for you. And I think that's how I interpreted it. And that is how, that's what I took from it. And um, I'm not sure why he felt the need yesterday. Like, I guess I'm not sure what's getting ready to go on in my life. Prayfully, I'm not getting ready to transition over myself, but um, not, no, that's not funny. But seriously, you know, I'm just like, because um, I do know that I got some great ancestors waiting for me. But um, I woke up because I don't know. But I'm just making sure that I stay divinely prayed up and, you know, all that because I need to make sure I'm here for my kids and my husband and my family and myself. So I'm definitely nowhere near ready to do any of that. But um I think it was not even about that. I think it was more or less just letting me know that like, he's always going to be here for me no matter what obstacle or what transition or what leap or what important event. He's always going to be on my back. I won't be able to turn around and physically see him. I think that's why the spirit was headless. I think I didn't associate, like I said, the two because I didn't want to believe even still in my dream that my grandfather was gone. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of what that dream was about. I, you know, I knew that I would, go, I would be okay enough to share this particular dream um, and publish it <laughs> um however the dedication to him i am not yet quite at that space because i'm kind of breaking it up in a different i'm not gonna say unique way but a different kind of way i'm just trying to actually journal it and journal journal my journey myself um just kind of see what i was going through and what i went through um so yeah that's kind of where i am with it i hope and i know that there are a lot of listeners that have lost someone. I know that there are a lot of listeners out here who are going through it um, and are trying to get through that space. And, you know, one thing I think I can say is that every single time that I've needed him to show up or show me a sign, he has definitely done it in my way. And so I know that the spirit world is real. And I think as long as you understand that, that for your, as long as you understand that for yourself, 
I think that um you'll be okay too. You know, you'll be you'll be okay too. And I know it's hard. It is hard. <laughs> I cannot imagine losing a parent. Um I couldn't imagine losing a grandparent because honestly, y'all, every grandparent other than my step grandfather, um, that I pretty much was born with and I got to know, still here. All of my grandmothers. I had two grandfathers, which was the one who raised my my mom and my biological grandfather. And so I knew them my entire life. And so my, but I didn't feel the same bond with my step grandfather. I don't even call my step grandfather, but my, my mom's stepdad. Like I built, I built a bond with him for sure. I loved him to death. Like he's my real grandfather. I didn't even know he wasn't my real grandfather until I really understood what biological and not biological. I just thought I had two granddaddies. Like, okay. <laughs> um, so that doesn't negate that, but my grandfather and his spirit is definitely, I come from him. Like, it's just no doubt. Like I definitely come from my grandfather. So, um, that bond was undeniable. And so we've always had that. And so for him, you know, leaving me, you know, that was, that was difficult. That is not even was that is difficult. And, um, my mama is such a reflection of both her parents. So there's moments she looks just like her dang mama and moments she looks just like her dang daddy. And so I know she misses him as well. But, you know, at some points there were spaces of him that, um, you know, had to be gone a lot. And so there was a lot of spaces where he kind of, he picked up that paternal role where my father couldn't. And, you know, I'm going to forever miss that. I'm going to forever be grateful for that. I'm forever being, I'm forever proud that he was, he was all of that to me. So yeah, y'all, um, just know that you aren't the only one going through and understand that just kind of ask for that spirit. That spirit loves you and you love that spirit. That spirit will show up to you as they know you see fit. <laughs> and so we just got to believe in that and understand this still They still are always out here looking out for us and loving on us and protecting us and guiding us and, you know, looking out for us divinely. And, um, it would never, Spirit is amazing, but as of right now, in the space that I am in my spiritual journey, that right now still to me can't replace the physical, but it's definitely enough to get me by on hard days, I would say for sure. So anyways, that was all I had to say. That was just a little bit of my dream. I hope now that things have quieted down in my house, I don't have to feel like I'm screaming. So if you do hear that my volume has went down a lot, (laughs) that is why. And so... Yeah, y'all. I just want to tell you guys peace, love, and light. Um, if no one has told you they love you today, I do. I'm sending love to you and you and you and you and you and you. Sending love to all you guys. And I hope that you felt that. And uh, yeah, so peace, love, and light, family. So I wanted to dedicate this last little bit to just hearing the voice of my grandfather. <laughs> uh, just hearing him singing and just hope this kind of Bless it. He has one of the most beautiful voices ever. So I'm just going to play that, and that's how I'm going to end this one. Allahu Akbar, Allah.